Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez Barrios, commonly known as DMB with a B like Bravo. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing a few topics. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinion. Nobody else's but my own. So let's get started. So today is Monday and it's the last week of our month of April. I can't believe that it's almost half a year. So today is also the first day of our special elections, which they go all the way up until May the 2nd. May the 6th is the voting day and the voting centers are going to be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. If you go to our website, www.dmbforelpaso.com, you can get a sample of your individual ballot and you can get it either in English or in Spanish and you can find out the exact location of the 28 voting centers that are going to be available for this special election. The second subject that I want to talk today, and I just want to keep it light because I have already addressed Preposition K and some of the things that the individuals that are in favor of Preposition K has like five issues that I really want to touch on and I give, and give you my opinion. Again, I, me, DMB personally, I am voting no on Preposition K, but each individual has to educate themselves and make thick vote count. So one of the things that they're saying is that they're going to create more jobs. Duh. If you create any initiative, it doesn't matter if it's Preposition K, Preposition A, Preposition Z, Preposition Y, you're going to create more jobs. Now, what's going to happen with all the individuals and employees that are actually working in the mines and are working in the oil industry? Are they going to be retrained to be able to get better jobs or they're going to lose their jobs and their livelihood is going to be affected? So that's the number one problem that I have with Preposition K. So they state that they are going to create jobs, but what's going to happen to those individuals that are already on their jobs, right? They're not going to have them anymore. The second issue that I wanted to talk about was the conservation of water. Well, in my opinion, conservation of water is individual. We live in the desert. If your priority is not to have grass in your yard, then get a desert landscape and you can save water. You know, we can save water in a lot of ways. You know, whenever we're washing dishes, you know, stop leaving the faucet open. Whenever you take a shower, if you take a shower for 20 minutes, you know, don't leave the shower open for the entire 20 minutes. And that's just an example. I believe, in my opinion, conservation of water is an individual problem that we can each individually can address on our own. Climate disasters. So you're about to tell me that if I vote yes, for Proposition K, we're not gonna have any more hurricanes, earthquakes, storms, really. 
please. Uh, tell me something else, because I just don't believe it. Climate change is here, like it or no, like it. The other thing is reduce the city contributions to climate change. Okay, so if the city is not contributing to climate change, who do you think is going to? Ah, bingo, the taxpayer. And the last thing that I want to touch on is promote solar. I do not support having solar panels mandated on residential houses 100% for 2045. I think that that's what they have planned. Right now, I have a small claims case in court against a solar company that engaged in false claims acts, which is a federal violation. So, no, I do not promote solar panels on every individual house because what these companies, and I am not saying everybody, okay, but a, a vast majority of these companies are taking advantage of the tax credit that, the, that Congress allocated to the taxpayers to make themselves richer instead of working for the constituents. I am not going to say the name of the company because it is that litigation, but no. So overall, I'm going to vote no on Proposition K. My suggestion to every single voter is to go to elpasomatters.org and elpasonews.org and get your local information, educate yourself, so you guys are able to vote consciously at the voting centers. Enough of Proposition K. The next subject I want to touch on is uh, education, parenthood, teachers. Parents blame the teachers, teachers blame the, blame the parents. Let me tell you, my parents were both educators. Both of them were teachers. My dad became a principal. And then later on in his career, he was in charge of all the tech schools in Puerto Rico. He went all the way international to educate our uh, another country on how we do things in Puerto Rico. So me, perfect by no means, okay? Nobody's perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. Progression does. So whenever I was young, I was like a normal teenager. I just wanted to conquer the world on my own without following the directives and the guidance from my parents, which were the adults and they have lived through out their own experiences. Now, parents need to mentor and develop their children. It is not the teacher's responsibility. Teachers are in school to educate the kids, but they cannot be teachers and parents at the same house. And, you know, you look at all this anger and rage in teenagers. You see all these violent crimes and then the FBI not having enough personnel. And most of the cases are actually filed, meaning they don't go anywhere. Somebody make a complaint, the FBI doesn't investigate for X, Y, A, you know, X, Y, and Z reason. And then you can never follow up on the case because the FBI doesn't provide case numbers to the complainants which that's another subject, but again, parents need to be parents. They need to mentor and develop their children. Teachers are educators. You know, we have a lot of issues with bullying in school. 
Whenever I was in school, I'll give you uh, an example, not an example, you know, uh, every time that I talk about it, you know, it, it upsets me, but I grew out of it. But I don't like lizards, okay? Whenever I was in elementary school, I was bullied by some of my classmates and they knew that I was afraid of lizards. So what did they do? They put a lizard in my locker, okay? I opened the locker on a break to get my backpack and the freaking lizard jumped inside my clothes. I almost get naked in front of everybody, in front of the teachers and in front of the kids, you know? And, and I know that that's a little bit drastic or graphic, but what I'm trying to say is that bullying in school exists and it's up to the parents and the teachers to get involved to stop that behavior. We have to educate the children. You know, there is a lot of uh, social issues, discrimination between the kids. And, you know, the problem is that whenever kids take that behavior as an accepted behavior, they go to the workplace and they take it as it is acceptable. And bullying, harassing, persecuting, gaslighting, it is not a normal nor an acceptable behavior. The Texas state legislation in Texas is, I mean, the, te the, the legislation on the state's process is totally different in the sense that they, whenever they meet for the legislative session, there are a certain amount of years and certain amount of days. For example, in Texas, in the legislation, they meet every two years for only 140 days. That doesn't mean that they do not work at Capitol Hill in Austin. What it means is that they are not on active legislative session, meaning they're not passing bills or enacting bills or anything of that nature. They're just, you know, working on their normal day-to-day -day operations. So in El Paso, we have a delegation composed of like five members, uh, one in the Senate and four in the House. And I, myself, uh, I spoke directly face-to-face -face with Senator Blanco and have been working extensively with their staff. And we were able to introduce a bill, is Senate Bill 2253. And the bill is being censored by individuals that do not want the bill to pass. A while back, I get involved with the End Workplace Abuse, which is an organization in Massachusetts that we're trying to pass a similar bill. Our Workplace Psychological Safety Act is actually a stronger bill and it covers the loopholes of the weak discrimination laws that most of the times, real 99.9% .9 go in favor of the employer. So it will address at the same time many of our evil behavior that is happening in our nation right now, like I stated before domestic violence, abuse of drugs, abuse of alcohol, um, uh, shootings, suicide. You know, this bill, it, you know, we should treat people with dignity and respect, right? There's nothing better than to have empathy for another human being because you don't know which side of the bed they got off. You don't know the problems that they have at home. You know, and I keep saying, we must leave the problems that we have at home at home and the problems that we have at work at work. So 
There's only two weeks left into the legislation, the Texas legislation left. May 31st at Central Standard Time, midnight. It's going to be the end of it. And I really need everybody to contact their co the committee clerk and request for the bill to be placed. Uh, it's, it's already placed in the committee. Um, I spoke with the staff for Senator Blanco and I was advised that our Lieutenant General Patrick is the one that decides which committee the bill goes to. So now what we need is the committee to uh, schedule a hearing so we can actually have individuals such as myself to provide their testimony so then we can push the bill to be, uh, you know, for the bill to pass on the committee so then it will go to the floor for a vote and then it has to go to the uh, house for a vote. So it's a lengthy process, but I'm the type of individual, I like to do things once and I like to do them right. So. I'm asking for your help, I'm begging for your help. Go to our social media links, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, go to at DMBF4R and look for the post and please contact the committee clerk so they can schedule the meeting, I mean, the bill for a hearing. You know, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has a lot of loopholes. Like I stated before, 99% of the cases go in favor of the agency, you know, and I can attest to that because I had three cases against Customs and Border Protection. And the problem is, let me tell you a little bit how it works. So whenever you get discriminated in a workplace, you have only 45 days to file a complaint with either the agency or uh, the business, right? And the problem is that, uh, believe it or not, representatives for those agencies get paid bonuses to close those cases so the case doesn't go anywhere. That's number one. Number two, um, the complaint is closed. And even if you go to an EEOC administrative hearing, most of the times, like I stated before, 99% of the times they go in favor of the agency because number one, the agency hide evidence, obstruct justice. Uh, I mean, it's bizarre. I can write a book and become billionaire. I just don't have the time nor the brain to work on that right now. But it's an extensive process. And then if you're lucky and that administrative judge gives you an opportunity to actually file on civil, a civil lawsuit, then number one, you can only file it on federal district court. You have to pay $402 of court costs. And then there's a lot of paperwork. And so you will not only traumatize with the initial process, the administrative process, but now you're traumatized with the uh, the uh, the civil action litigation. So enough of that. I wanted to let you guys know I sent like a thousand mailers to specific zip codes around the county. Okay, uh, please sign up for our newsletter to stay abreast of our work efforts for our most crucial election in the history of our nation, which is coming up pretty quick, the 2024 presidential election. So go to the mailers, go to the post office, pick up those mailers, go to our website, you know, 
I put everything on my website. I put everything on our social media. I am very transparent. If you have any question, you can give us a call. I am the one that answers the phone and get the messages. So you're not going to be getting no volunteer. Or you're not going to be getting no staff member, obviously, because I'm not an elected official. I'm only a candidate. But what I'm trying to say is, if you have a question or concern, you can direct, you can direct it directly to me. Now, like I said it before, El Paso Matter has a voting guide in Spanish and in English versions. Uh, you can educate them yourself before hitting the voting booth. Uh, let's go back a little bit to Private Richard Holiday. I know that I have given you updates every single week, and I promise you, you are going to get tired of me talking about Private Richard Holiday because in September 2021, I promised and I committed to be our Sun City's starlighter, okay? One of them, meaning the city lighted the star that day, that night, for me, because you pay a fee, you get recognized, but this was a commitment that I made to my city regarding justice, okay? Standing for justice. And I can tell you, at this time, I have zero, zero doubts in my mind that our volunteer soldier private holiday was murder, okay? Now, the question is, was, it, was he murdered by one of our own? or they play a, a game, a bully game on him, and he was actually murdered by somebody else. Regardless, okay, it is still a crime. But that is the $150,000 question. If anybody knows how did the incident to occur, I beg you to call Richard's mother at 941-677-0060. That number again is 941-677-0060. Don't waste any time going to our law enforcement agencies to include the Criminal Investigative Division in Fort Bliss because they all have collaborated in covering this crime. Why? Because they do not want Fort Bliss to become a Fort Hood. Remember Vanessa Guillen's case? A lot of people were fired. A lot of people were forced to resign. A lot of people face court marshals because of Vanessa Guillen. I can assure you, the same thing is happening with Private Richard Holiday in our own city. And if you allow that to happen, you know, it's, it's on you. I am not going to do that. So again, don't waste any time either to go to our elected officials nor other candidates because none of them, none of them will put their neck out for anyone because it will cost them the re-election and their election for that matter. Me, personally, if the voters want to vote for me in 2022, I mean in 2024, I will do my best, my very best whenever I get elected. If they don't, then they will continue to have the same thing that we have had for the last couple of years. Nothing, lip service. The other subject I wanted to touch on was the United States District Court Attorney, Jaime Esparza. Jaime Esparza was the DA for El Paso, okay? The El Paso constituents voted him out, okay? That's whenever Yvonne Rosales got the job. Now, now he has 
been given the toughest job up at all to bring justice within the Department of Justice, regardless of who has committed a violation. That includes the elected officials, law enforcement agencies and officers, judges, attorneys, prosecutions, and I can go on and on and on. No one, but no one will go on punishing the future cases being brought up to the corrupted and monopoly process to include the small claims court. You know, last week on Friday, you know, changing the note to good things. Uh, last week on Friday, um, we actually had our event with the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce at our facility, the Equestrian Holistic Retreat Getaway for those who serve us. And it was amazing. It was a great success. We were able to network among our borderline community in Texas, New Mexico. We brought new members and inactive members together on a pan dulce and coffee networking event. Uh, we had the pleasure of having representation from the city of Solan Park as they do want to make our borderline a better community, not just for the constituents, but ours as well. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, okay? That's bottom line. Today, I am going to watch Dean Graciosi, uh, Tony Robbins, Trent Shelton, and uh, one of our uh, actors. As a matter of fact, Matthew. Uh, Matthew was actually thinking or uh, contemplating to run for Texas governor a couple of years ago. But anyway, um, you know, they have been very instrumental instrumental on our or on my recovery journey. And uh, and I like the fact that whenever they charge for these seminars, they actually provide, they feed 25 children in America for the $47 that they charge. So again, you know, some you have to charge for something. Whenever people get things for free, they do not appreciate it, okay? But whenever they even have to pay just even $1, they actually commit to take an action. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Wounded Warrior Project because, you know, uh, they battle an endless variety of challenges because of their uh, visible and invisible journeys, I mean, injuries. Uh, not every single injury that a veteran has is visible. The majority of them are invisible to the naked eye. You know, some of the veterans are struggling to retain their independence after limb amputation or traumatic brain injury, which is commonly known as TBI. Some are facing significant mental health challenges like post-traumatic stress disorder which is PTSD or depression, and others are facing serious social isolation and unemployment. You know, murder by suicide, guys, gals, is very, very real. Be empathetic with others. No one, no one knows the demons a person is battling with inside, and it's not the fault of their own, okay? Most of the times, it's by an outside source. So again, today for self-care, I'm going to watch The Art of Living with Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, Trent Shelton, and Matthew. Oh, his last name was actually, uh, I can't even say it, but it's Makonawi or something like that. But anyway, oh, and by the way, he's hot, meaning handsome. Um, 
I don't know if he's going to be running for Texas governor this year. I know that uh, he was considering running a couple of years ago, but he never actually put his name on the ballot. Uh, I don't know the guy on a political environment, but uh, I love his movies. I truly love his movies. So that is it for today, guys. We talk about a lot of things. I wanted to talk about uh, the weekly uh, session that our congresswomen spoke about, but we don't have no more time. So we'll leave that for next week. So, but you can follow me on at DMBF4R Facebook group page and Twitter daily, as I'm heavily involved with the legislation process, both at the state and federal levels, and frequently share my thoughts and opinions on specific subjects that affect all of us as a community. Okay. Now, I invite you all listeners to join me on our monthly virtual Java chat in where we can go more in detail, uh, more in depth in our conversations and debates. We can go back and forth. You can ask me questions. I can provide responses. Our next one is scheduled for May the 10 at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. So again, go to our DMB FOR Facebook group to locate the link or you can join us live on Facebook itself the day of the event. If you pay $4.99 and commit to come, I am going to send you in the mail a token of appreciation for committing to our group, okay? Those $4.99 are going to be a donation contribution to our campaign, and because it's less than $50, I do not have to provide the name, the address, or the employer of the individual making the donation. So it can be totally anonymously. This is Delirious Montañez Berrios, your host with the DMB Podcast. Please like, share on all of your social media outlets and with all of your email contacts. Subscribe, and I will see you all next Monday on our next exciting episode. Let's talk about what's happening in Congress, D.C. So on our next episode, if you want me to touch on a specific subject, please email me and let me know. I will do the research on it if I don't have the, quick, the answer, and we will talk about it. Again, our website, www.dmb4elpaso.com, all spell out, our Facebook group, our Facebook page, and our Twitter social media pages at dmbfor. Okay? Have a great, great day and a beautiful end of the month of April in our Sun City. Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy your neighbors. Make your day the, the last, the best day of your life and like if it is your last one. Tomorrow is not promised, okay? DMB sign out for now. So I'll see you all on our next episode next Monday. Have a good day. This has been the DMB Podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny, but most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you.
This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.